Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and blessings, and welcome to another installment of the Gist for Freedom of Faith. This show is produced by acclaimed historian, educator, and author Leslie Gist, and serves as our weekly live online discussion to celebrate the African American experience by honoring all the people, past and present, black and white, who, with faith and focus, are preserving our rich history through literature, the arts, the skilled trades, and the humanities. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we'd love you to be a part of tonight's discussion by calling in with your comments or questions to 347-324-5552. Hello. This is the Gist of Freedom. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, but I am excited to have Mr. Vaughn McCoy back on the show. Are you here, Vaughn? I am, Leslie. Thank you so much. Oh, great, great. Well, um, you made a special arrangement so that you could come on the Gist of Freedom for the second or third time. I know that you had a book out, and I want to talk about your book, but I also want to talk about um, something that you advocated for many, many, many years ago, not that sure. many, but several years ago, um, the Patterson Great Falls, which has now become more popular since the um, the play, the hit phenomenal play, Hamilton, which yes. is based on the story of Alexander Hamilton, one of the uh, people who advocated for the Great Falls to be the first industrial city. So, um you are an attorney, you work for PSENG, and you and PSENG donated a million dollars or more to help restore the Great Falls in Patterson. And um, that's why I asked you to come on the show uh, many years ago to talk about why you thought it was important to preserve the Great Falls. So I just wanted to get some feedback from you after all those years and see um, how is that coming along. So you can start off with first introducing yourself and then answering the question. Sure. Uh, thank you, Leslie. Thank you uh, for asking me to come on at Just for Freedom once again. Yes, I do believe I was on the show. Uh, it had to be maybe four or five years ago because at the time, I believe I was president of the PSEG Foundation, uh, which provided, uh, I don't recall off the top of my head, but it was about half a million to a million dollars uh, to New Jersey Community Development Corporation uh, there uh, in the city of Patterson, one of the uh, I call power not-for-profits there. And and they are and have been very instrumental in advocating for uh, that region of Patterson uh, around the falls, uh, around School 5, Henscliffe Stadium, you know, that historic area. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we gave them the money uh, so that they could uh, continue the process of attracting uh, you know, individuals and donors uh, and people and advocating with Governor, not, excuse me, not Governor, Congressman Pasquale uh, to uh, get the designation of uh, the Great Falls in that historic area as a national park. And, you know, they uh, used our money uh, uh, to um, uh, build up uh, an area around the falls uh, to make sure that, you know, we're preserving the area and, you know, uh, we're providing space for, you know, community groups to use 
uh, the new conference center that we have down there so that if people want to take advantage of coming to the falls and doing different things, you know, there's some attractions around the falls. And so that investment, you know, uh, is paying off. I know I've used the facility uh, for uh, my book launch of the workbook. You talked about the book a little bit, but, you know, there's a facility there that NJCDC has that community groups can use. Uh, and it preserves the whole decor of the area, you know, those 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 manufacturing buildings that are downtown uh, in Lower Spruce Street area. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful facility where we house, you know, NJCDC's headquarters. Uh, there's a there's a home for uh, a young men who are aging out of foster care. You know, there's a school, there's a preschool. So. Uh, it's really uh, coming along at Lower Spruce Street area where the Great Falls is located. And so we just wanted to make sure that if it was going to become a national park, uh, that we had to make sure that the surrounding community uh, was also um, uh, developed in order to attract the attention that you're talking about we're getting today. Wow. I didn't know there were so many uh, different agencies in that area. Um, Now, one that... I heard that I really um um interested in learning more about is the aging out. Can you talk a little bit more about that if you if you are prepared? Sure, I know. sure, sure, sure. I mean, you know, one of the things that we've seen, you know, NJCDC right now is about, I don't know, ten or fifteen million dollar organization. As a matter of fact, their annual banquet is tonight. I'll be going up to uh I think it's at the West Nile Country Club uh, tonight. Um but you know, one of the services that we've identified uh, that is really needed um, is for kids who are aging out of foster care. And so if you're in foster care, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, once you get to 18, you know, we found that the, the system is really not set up, um, you know, to handle a lot of those kids. And they, and they wound up, you know, homeless on the street, no job or different things like that. So, uh, we we took one of those old buildings down there that you know uh, was used back in the day to manufacture something. Uh, it, it, it's the Rogers Locomotive Building, um, which was mm-hmm. used to obviously uh, produce and manufacture you know engines for locomotives. And, and we took one of those buildings and we uh, gutted it and uh, we kept the decor obviously on the outside, the brick, the facade because it is an historic. And uh, we we basically made housing for about, I think there are about 12 to 15 young people, you know, who live there. And uh, they have services that are provided to them basically 24 hours a day. There's somebody who lives there with them. Uh, Many of them work during the day. Many of them are in community college or William Patterson or another school or trade school. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, a lot of them, you know, uh, have issues uh, that, that they need to have addressed. And so, you know, whether it's health care, uh, whether it's, you know, getting uh, their driver's license back, uh, you know, whether it's dealing with child support issues. Oh, so whatever they are, you know, we try to help these young men and women kind of integrate uh, back into society uh, so that they can be productive citizens. And so it's a transitional, you know, housing. I mean, we don't expect people to stay there indefinitely, uh, but it's certainly a bridge, you know, to um, uh, gainful employment, a bridge to higher education you know, a bridge to uh, productive living in the city. And so we've been doing that now for, uh, wow, I would say close to 20 years. I mean, NJCDC has been in existence wow. since uh, since uh, 1994. So we didn't start that place maybe until five or 10 years later. But it's it's been, it's been, 
you know, uh, wonderful to see some of the kids who, who come through there and, and how they, you know, turn their lives around and become productive people. And so, uh, so they, 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 they understand and know that they are really a part of history. And, and when they, when they walk outside that building and they kind of see, you know, that whole lower Spruce street area and many of them grew up in Patterson. So they're familiar, you know, with the falls and, um, it's, it's just uh, a good thing that the uh, organization is doing and, uh, with the, in the help of, of people like me and others who donate, uh, who really care about what's going on, we really try to help these uh, organizations and these kids. Okay. What what does uh, the acronym stand for, the NGA? You say it a little New slower Jersey. and tell us what it stands yes. for. Sure. So it's New Jersey Community Development Corporation. So we call it NJCDC for short. So New Jersey Community Development Corporation. Okay, and it's amazing that you you know that you guys are so involved with the foster children because I don't know if you if you're aware that uh, Alexander Hamilton was a foster child himself. Yeah, you know that's very interesting. I didn't make the connection. Um, I I do know that uh, Alexander Hamilton was was born out of wedlock, him and his brother, uh, and that you know he grew up in the in the British West Indies. And uh, I know, you know, just reading about him and, 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 and some of the stuff that I've seen, you know, there's some question as to whether, you know, uh, he's of African, you know, descent. Um, but, yes, I, and I do understand at the age of 15, I believe he came, you know, to this country. And, yeah, he was he was basically, you know, a foster kid or an orphan, if you will. Um, and uh, to see what he has done and what he did you know, given the current hand that he was dealt, you know, it's truly amazing. And, you know, as you know, he was a real big proponent, you know, once he became the Secretary of the Treasury and even before that, of making sure that the United States, you know, became an economic power and that we were less reliant on Europe. And and, and he was one of the engineers or founders of, you know, some, which you read about in the, you know, the history books and the civics books, you know, the Society of, of Useful Manufacturers. And I think that's where, you know, Patterson as the first planned industrial city, you know, kind of came out of that movement that Alexander Hamilton and a lot of folks started to make sure that we were harnessing the resources that we have here uh, in the United States in the 13 colonies at the time to make sure that we were manufacturing and exporting goods of our own so that we have less, you know, dependence on, you know, Europe and Great Britain. So, yeah, I, I think he certainly um, uh, was a, a proponent and advocate of, you know, economic uh, freedom and economic independence, and he saw manufacturing as a way, you know, to do that, and, and you know, there goes Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on to the te- technological side of the falls and PSCNG, that relationship, uh, let's talk about some other historic areas uh, in the area, um, mm-hmm. because you know, in the play, uh, they really don't mention New Jersey in a favorable way at all, um, and they definitely don't mention Patterson or the Great Falls or Silk City or right. his uh, role as an abolitionist, abolitionist in Harlem. Uh, he right. has a house in Harlem. He went to school in Weehawken, New Jersey. Um, he's connected to Princeton University, which was a theological school founded um, by, uh, which was originally called the uh, 
the College of New Jersey, and then it became Princeton. So, right. you know, there's a, a lot of um, history that's being left out that's really connected to African Americans and people who were enslaved, period, internationally. So um, when we talk about you personally, what in your background, after hearing all these things about Alexander Hamilton and your work with the foster care and this um, nonprofit organization, what in your upbringing would have ever given anyone a hint that you would be advocating for the Great Falls and for foster children? You know, what type of experience did you have? Yeah, well, I unfortunately, I, I haven't seen the play yet, and, and I think I, I will mm-hmm. do that. I just haven't had a chance to see it yet. But, you know, I've read some of the mm-hmm. materials that's out about it. But, you mm-hmm. know, I think you make some great points in terms of uh, a lot of things. And, and it's hard to cover anything in a two-hour play. So so obviously some mm-hmm. things are going to get left out. But in terms of, mm-hmm. of my background, I mean, growing up, you know, in Patterson, you know, for – I guess the 18 years I was there before I went to college and then coming back, you know, frequently, you know, after college or doing breaks and different things like that, you know, I saw, you know, firsthand the, the, I guess the rise, if you will, and kind of fall of the manufacturing industry in the city. I mean, as a kid, you know, a lot of folks um, that uh, lived in the city obviously worked in, you know, some of the factories and a lot of them had, had, had gone by the wayside, you know, you know, in the late 60s and the early 70s. But, you know, there were still, you know, some manufacturing jobs, to, you know, the Wonder Bread Factory and, and other um, companies who, who still were there and people, you know, had those jobs. And so in terms of my background, I mean, my mother and father, you know, weren't married either. So, you know, I guess Hamilton and I had that in common. And I'm sure, you know, there are a lot of kids out there who find themselves in that situation uh, but, you know, experiencing Patterson in the way, you know, that I did and, and being a part of, you know, the Great Falls and Hinchcliffe Stadium and, and those places being attractions as a kid, you know, that you would visit on a regular basis uh, to have fun, to go hang out, uh, to just kind of go talk or, you know, play sports in Hinchcliffe Stadium. You know, the Falls Festival they used to have uh, regularly every year on Labor Day for three days and, you know, the carnival. And so the Falls was, was part of uh, uh, the, uh, the the fabric and, and the culture, you know, of, of Patterson. And, you know, to, to think that not a lot of people who live in New Jersey really even know that it exists in Patterson because they don't come there, mm-hmm. you know, because of some of the negative things that they hear, you know, about the city. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's the second largest waterfall, I believe, you know, east of the uh, of the Mississippi. It's a great, uh, it's an historic, you know, uh, uh, um, site now, uh, part mm-hmm. of the national parks. And so I do think, you know, uh, people are starting to become more aware of it. And as you know, I haven't seen this movie yet. I've seen the movie trailer uh, there's a movie coming out called Patterson. Um, no. If you're aware of that. Yeah, no, there, there's no, a I'm movie not. out. Yeah, yeah, so there's a movie out um, called Patterson, and I saw the movie trailer, and and it's about uh, this poet um, um, growing up in Patterson. So Carlos? I think it's... Is it William uh, Carlos I, Carlos, the poet? I'm not sure. Uh, Go I'm ahead. not sure. I just... Yeah, I just saw the movie trailer, but the movie's going to be coming out, you know, fairly soon. And I do think that movie, because it's called Patterson, 
uh, will will spark the interest of a lot of people, you know, in 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 uh, in the country who who haven't visited Paris and haven't been there. But I do think it's going to you know shine a light in a very positive way in the city. Okay, well you you're definitely shining a light. You're one of the beacons of Patterson, especially um, one of the members of my class. And you know when you talk about enjoying your childhood and uh, the Great Falls is part of it. What do you have to say about you know uh, Alexander Hamilton before he came to the United States? He had a support network outside of his family members because he was mm-hmm. you know virtually um, a foster child. Um, did you in, encounter those types of organizations similar to what um, you you formed and created and similar to the people who surrounded Hamilton and paid for him to be educated in the States? Sure. I mean, Did, I think do you want to uh, give any props to any of those organizations that helped your development? Well, I mean, I think uh, now is an appropriate time to kind of transition, you know, to the to the book that I wrote, playing up, you know, one man's mm-hmm. rise from public housing to public service through mentorship. And so, mentorship um, is and has been something that's been very near and dear to me, you know, my whole life. And when you talk about people and, and organizations, I mean, I can go back to our class in high school with Julian Jenkins, mm-hmm. who was a very instrumental person, you know, in my life. He's on an organization, mm-hmm. but he was an individual uh, who, you know, you and I took together. We were in his class, but he had a very profound impact on me. You know, Joe Clark had a very profound impact on me. You know, uh, my 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 uh, middle school teacher, Miss Karen Liguori, had a very profound impact on me. You know, Miss Macalino. So, so I could Pete Rendina, you know, Don Pelosi, Michael Sosky, Chris Olson. I mean, Barry Ross. So I can I can point to a lot of people who kind of helped me at different points along the way and were kind of put in my life at critical times uh, to help me make the right decisions in order to, you know, continue, you know, my education, uh, to stay out of trouble, you know, to not, you know, get involved with crime and drugs and all those things. And so uh, I can't say it was an organization per se, but I can say, mm-hmm. you know, as it was, it was a village, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that village really kind of helped me. And I, and I, you know, when you talk about Hamilton, I think he kind of had a village as well, you know, given his background and some of the things that he went through. And I think mm-hmm. the, the point to be made there is that we all need a village, uh, whether whether you right. have a two-parent household, whether you're a foster kid, whether you're an orphan, it, it really doesn't matter. We, we all still need that village and, and people to kind of help us at crucial points, you know, along the way. And so, you know, th- those folks helped to get me through Patterson, to get me through some of the issues and challenges that I faced, and then, you know, ultimately get me to college. And then uh, I, I met a gentleman there uh, described in the book as Mr. G. Uh, Arthur Goldberg mm-hmm. was his name. He died, you know, about 16 years ago. Actually, yesterday, October 19, 2000, he passed away. Uh, but he was really instrumental in, in prov- being that sponsor and being that mentor, like the folks who paid for Alexander Hamilton, you know, to, to get his education. I mean, I got a scholarship to college, but, you know, Mr. G was very influential and helpful in me going to law school and, 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 and loan me money, you know, to, to get my books and different things like that because I didn't have the resources. So uh, I think the, 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 the moral of the story there is that, you know, there, there are people – uh, and institutions and organizations out there that um, are available to help and assist and to guide and to develop p- 
people, um, particularly young people, uh, but you really have to want it and you really have to ask for it. And so for me, it wasn't um, beneath me to ask for help. And I think for a lot of folks, they find themselves in a position where they, they are very hesitant to ask for help because they've been conditioned to think that asking for help is a sign of weakness as opposed to a sign of strength. And so they go without, they make poor choices and decisions, uh, even though they're screaming on the inside, you know, for somebody to help them. But because of the way we're conditioned, particularly in, you know, the African-American community or in the inner cities, um, never show weakness is what young boys are taught. You know, never let them see you cry. That's what young boys are taught. And so uh, they grow up to harbor all of these feelings inside. And then when it's time to really, you know, ask for help, they don't do it. And then, unfortunately, what happens to a lot of them, one day they explode in a very negative way. And as a result, there are mm-hmm. negative consequences. So, uh, so, so my mission really with the book is really to, um, you know, show young people that, yes, you can do it. It really doesn't matter how you start. It's really how you finish. Uh, and to convince people who are in a position to give back and help that you're giving back and helping does make a difference. You know, just look at me. I'm a prime example of a kid that not many people expected much from or, or you know, the, the, the people um, who, who predict and, and, and the sociologists who say, you know, one out of ten or five out of ten or six out of ten will be this. You know, so I was able to um, defeat some of the odds that were placed against people in my category uh, because of the help of so many different people. You know, my mother, who was a strong woman, who single mom, kind of raised, you know, six kids, you know, uh, by herself. So I think that that's really what motivates me every day to to try to do the best I can, you know, to give back, uh, particularly in the city of Patterson, very involved there, uh, to give back, you know, in my community where I live now and, and to you know, give back in other communities, you know, using the book as uh, an access point, you know, to give people talking about it. And what is the name of the book? It. The book, Playing Up. Okay, Playing Up. Yep, Playing Up. That's a short title. Uh, and it's available, you know, on, on Amazon, or you can go to my website, you know, vaughnlmccoy.com. That's V-A-U-G-H-N, Minonishu L, McCoy, M-C-K-O-Y.com. And the one thing we also did, Leslie, was we didn't just write a book. We actually wrote a workbook that goes along with it. And as a mm. result of writing that writing that workbook, it's a, it's a 24-chapter workbook. You know how when we were in school you had the textbook and then you mm-hmm. had the kind of the workbook to go along with it because we really wanted people to learn, you know, from my experiences. And we thought my wife, who's an educator, uh, came up with the idea, why don't we develop a workbook that can be used in school and it can really be a turnkey resource, you know, for teachers to use in the classroom, you know, to kind of teach the principles in the book, but also to teach, you know, critical thinking, to teach writing, um, you know, to teach mm-hmm. context and all those kinds of things. And so we donated 5,000 books uh, to Patterson Public Schools. Um, and and wow. we held the launch. Yeah, we donated 5,000 books. We raised the money independently. We donated 5,000 mm-hmm. books. And so... I've been visiting Patterson schools over the past few years, going in to kind of talk uh, to the kids about the book, 
you know, because they're very excited to, to read a book and then have the author come in and talk about it. Because, you know, many times, I mean, a lot of books we read in high school, the authors are long gone, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But, right. Uh, the, and the, and the one thing I want to so say excited. about the, the one thing I want to say about the books in high school, and, you know, I've worked um, as an educator for 20 years myself, but most times in public schools, you can't keep the book. You can't write in the book. Right. So it was a big deal to be able to get a new book, and especially if you could write in it and, um, you know, keep it as part of your your collection and your library. And you said a yes. lot of things, and I've been taking notes, and, um, you know, you're fascinating. I had no clue, as you know, that you would be such an um, inspiration to me at this time in my life. So, again, I want to thank you for uh, for doing all that you do, and I'm proud to be associated with you and as one of your friends that hung out in Patterson and in Eastside High School. But um, I didn't know your mom was a phenomenal woman. Uh, She raised six kids. And, you know, while you were talking, all I could hear in my head is Obama. Uh, The three (laughs) of you have something in common. You, Obama, and Alexander Hamilton. And he has a program uh, called My Brother's Keeper. And I'm yes. thinking Obama must have stole your program because it sounds like no. <laughs> it sounds well, like you well, were I doing think, it before he came around and uh, well, talked think, about you know, my brother's he, keeper. He has certainly uh, shined a light on the whole mentoring and making sure that we are reaching out to our young men and communities across the country. So I think that's a great thing. I think it's outstanding. And right. we're trying to figure out ways to kind of get involved you know, in that movement. Mm-hmm. I think there are various cities here in New Jersey uh, that are participating in it. So I, I think it's wonderful, and I hope it continues, mm-hmm. um, you know, when he leaves office, that people are really excited and engaged around what's going on with our young people around the country. I think they understand and value what mentorship does and what it can do uh, to empower young mm-hmm. people, to give them that advantage, to give them that opportunity and really force people like me and others to give back and to know that, you know, our contribution to them in terms of time, in terms of resources, in terms of social capital, uh, in terms of finance, all of those things matter if we're going to help these young people become, you know, successful in our, in our community. So I believe that's mm-hmm. a great thing. I'm happy he's doing it. And, you know, I'm looking for ways that I can help to get plugged in, recognizing mm-hmm. that I can only do what I can do. And I think if everybody mm-hmm. just stays in their lane and, and kind of does what they know how to do, I think, you know, that's going to help us be successful in everything that we do. Okay. Well, again, I want to thank you. Um, we had this interview because tomorrow night, Friday, October 21st, I think around 8 p.m., PBS is going to air a documentary based on the play Hamilton. And yeah. um, as a Black history, uh, self-described historian, and I've been blogging um, for eight, almost close to 10 years about black history nonstop. I think that we are obligated, not you, not everyone, but um, we are obligated to find the best in America and what we share in common with um, our founders and also celebrate them. So tonight, uh, watch the show on PBS. If you're African-American and, and you have subscribed to Hamilton being a white founding fo- founder and he has no connection to you, you're mistaken. Um, 
Vaughn McCoy is just telling you that he and his company donated uh, nearly a million dollars well, half a decade ago to restore and preserve the uh, the falls in Patterson. This is a place you guys can go to take your family to learn about history. Uh, he is from the West Indians, the West Indies. So find something you have in common with America and celebrate America um, for those reasons because we didn't get out of slavery by ourselves. We had friends. We had, as you said, Vaughn, we had a village around yes. us to help us in slavery. And that that is a story that we want to share. And you epitomize that story, Vaughn McCoy, but for, first by being, by being um, a recipient of it and now you're um, turning it around. And, again, give us uh, some information, your contact information, and the organization's name that you're going to be at the Westmount Country Club celebrating tonight. Sure. It's, it's, it's New Jersey Community Development Corporation, uh, NJCDC, and it's going to be at the Westmount Country Club. I believe that's in, I don't know if it's Little Falls, uh, right off of 46. I don't know the address. I just know how to get there. I would have been prepared if I knew mm-hmm. you were asking about that tonight. But it's New Jersey Community mm-hmm. Development Corporation. You can go to their website, njcdc.org, if you want to learn more about the organization and all the programs mm-hmm. that they run through the mm-hmm. organization. Wonderful. Okay, and we'll talk again. Hopefully you'll let us uh, hear about your perspective of the play once you see it. Yes, and until I then, see it. Thank you, and keep up the great work. Thank you for allowing me to be in the gist of freedom. You're doing a great job in terms of preserving, you know, our culture and history. Thank you so much, Leslie. All right. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.